Welcome back, guys, to another exciting, might be controversial today, you never know, <laughs> uh, episode of the whatever you want to call a podcast with your host, me, <laughs> Marquise Nash. And um, today's episode, we're going to talk about football. We're going to be talking about NBA preseason. We're going to be talking about a whole bunch of stuff that's going around in sports. So let's get right into it, people. So uh, before I even start talking about the NFL games and who I want to win or who I think going to win or whatever, we're going to talk about the NBA and the NBA preseason. We got a lot of scores. I mean, really, the scores don't really matter. I just really like the controversy around the teams right now. We got James Harden. We don't know what he's doing. He haven't showed up yet to uh, Houston basketball or even Houston-related basketball. He, I, mean, he, I think I don't know if he made it to practice or not, but he just added the Milwaukee Bucks to the the possible teams that he might want to go to. I don't think he's going to go to the Milwaukee Bucks. And I was just thinking about it. Like, I really, me and my sister, my older sister, was just thinking about it. Like, like I was I was always, like, optimism. Like, I was just always the person that was really optimistic about things and how trades happen. And sometimes the Bucks, we do certain things that you'd be like, okay, what what was that for? Like, like you know the phrase, too much of a good thing is a bad thing. I feel like, I, I feel like the Bucks. If I, and they, I, if I'm the Bucks, I'm asking Giannis, do you want James Harden to come? Because it's crazy thing about this whole thing about James Harden adding the Milwaukee Bucks to the possible teams that he might want to go to, he might want to get traded to, is that they were just throwing digs at each other like two years ago. Like the James Harden was like, I wish I was tall and I couldn't jump and run the way he run or whatever. Just throwing digs at each other, and then Giannis was the one that was one even was. Breaking his almost damn near breaking his back to not even put him on the All Star team or on his All Star team. So it was just it just really crazy to see it like full circle now that both of them hate each other. Not even hate each other, but was beefing two years ago. But now like two years passed and they just want to be with each other like it, which is crazy. I mean, and I people might say, oh, it might not even happen. It actually, really could happen though. I'm I'm thinking it's because the Bucks already traded already draft pick so. If Houston, if they're if I'm Houston, I'm not getting rid of him just for just free for the free. I'm getting something back in return. I gotta get somebody. You if you're gonna give me because if I'm the Bucks, I mean I'm the Bucks, if I'm the Bucks, of course I'm asking Giannis, do you want to get the trade? Or you want the trade to happen? If he does, I mean, this would be really, really huge for the Milwaukee Bucks. And I would I I feel like this will put them at the number one spot again. Like I feel like they already have a, I feel like they got the one or two seed right now. But I, I just it's just me offensively. This will put them right at number one seed e- easily. I think, of course, defensively you will lack a little bit because James Harden is not the greatest defender. But you never know. I mean, the teams or players might come on teams and say, "I want to play defense now," or you might not realize that he's a good defender until he comes on a team like this, and then you really and then it exposes a lot of stuff. So I don't. For me, I don't really know. But it's just really exciting just to think about it. Just think about James Harden and Giannis on the same team, and that's just even crazy on his own. And I, for me, I like I said before, I feel like if James Harden was to come on his team, he somebody's going to have to sacrifice. And I don't think Giannis is going to sacrifice. He's too young in his career to say, "Oh, 
okay, I'm going to sacrifice for the team. I'm not going to score over 30 points. I feel like James Harden, if he was to come to the team or he was to, to get traded to the Milwaukee Bucks, I would think he has to sacrifice. He has to be like, okay, I'm not going to average 30 points a game. I'm probably not going to get MP the entire day. I mean, the entire day I'm here. I mean, or the entire uh, year or whatever, how many uh, years he stay here. I, I, he's got to be willing to say, okay, I'm not gonna probably gonna get, I'm probably not gonna get an MVP. I'm probably not gonna be like in the top scoring. I'm probably gonna be like in the bottom ten. So I feel like in the top ten, like he's probably gonna be in the top ten still. But I think he's like, okay, well, if I'm was to come here, like he has to sacrifice. He has to, and then that's I and think I think about it is too is that what I feel about this whole thing and this whole scenario, how this would happen is just what would Giannis feel about it. And I think Giannis would be willing to, like, I think actually the crazy thing is, I think Giannis would be willing to sacrifice, like, some points and say, okay, I'm not going to average, like, 25. And I'm still going to average my double-double. But I feel like this would be a good time for Giannis to get a triple-double, though, this year, like, just to average a triple-double. Because if you add James Harden to the mix, he's not the greatest. I mean, he's a pretty streaky shooter, but he's still elite, elite shooter. He's shooting about, like, 40%, like, or close to 35%. In a season, so I mean, I think last year he shot, I think thirty five. It was like I don't know. I'm let me check. Let me look at my research department to see what the exact percentage for James Harden was. Yeah, he was shooting about. Yeah, I can check my research department, which is me, but whatever. <laughs> but um, he's yeah, he was shooting about thirty five percent from three uh, in 2019. So if you if you was to if the Milwaukee Bucks was to add to the uh James Harden to the team, it wouldn't be – I wouldn't be, like, mad, but I'd be, like, sad that Chris Middleton would be gone because, I mean, just Chris Middleton, and then he's just been loyal to the team for a while. I mean, it just – I just love loyal guys. So, it's just – for me, I, I'll be sad. But, of course, I would say you're going to get more points offensively, but at the same time, you're going to lose a lot of defense because Chris Middleton used it is if people didn't know, Chris Middleton used it as the guy that guards the top guys usually. I mean, other than Giannis. It's usually Chris Middleton is like probably second, first. He usually gets first dibs on the best defender, on the best offensive player. Usually it's like James Harden or Paul George or Kawhi Leonard. Chris Middleton usually gets Chris Middleton usually gets first dibs on on most of them guys. So for me, I feel like I mean, like I said, this wouldn't be a bad deal. I feel like, but I think if I'm Houston, I wouldn't just get just get Chris Middleton. I'll be a like Chris Middleton, DiVincenzo, and somebody else and some other guys like. And I said, in order for this to work out, I think for Milwaukee, is they're gonna have to do a three-three, a three-team trade with somebody. This is the only way this will this will work out. Is it a three-team trade or something? Somebody trade somebody, and then you get somebody. It, that's the only way that will happen. I don't think seeing it happen just from the, the Milwaukee Bucks and Houston. I see like another team. You adding another team in there just to get them a little incentive, and then just to get uh, James Harden. So I feel like, and then I think with two with James Harden. I think the Milwaukee Bucks wouldn't just get James Harden. They would get, like, James Harden, like, somebody else or something like that. But I, ultimately, I think that if Houston – this is going to be, like, a big storyline for, like, primarily the entire season, and for especially for Houston. So this is going – I'll have more to come on a, on a podcast about this. But we're going to just get in right into the football. It's going to be one score, actually, for – we actually have two, actually. Tuesday night football, I actually didn't talk about that because that was – I, I usually – do my podcast on Tuesdays, but um, I watched it. And the Ravens uh, smacked around the Cowboys, and I'm just going to officially say the Cowboys suck. I mean, we know that, but I'll just have to say it again. 
the Cowboys really, 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 really suck. I mean, it's bad. I mean, their defense is terrible. Their offense is too inconsistent. And I, this is why I feel like you should have signed Dak. You might say, well, what if he would have got injured? Yeah, what if he would have got injured? But still, signing Andy Dalton was, I don't know what was the goal on that. Like, Andy Dalton was successful in Cincinnati, but he had Marvin Jones and, and uh, what other guy's name? I forgot his name. And Hugh Jackson. You had them two guys, and they they cut them and saying, oh, well, that, this is a coach. And no, sometimes it's just the players. The players suck. I mean, he was good and. He had won a championship, well, I think, with the Oregon Ducks, the Horn Frog, or TCU. I don't know what school he went to. I don't. Let me check what school he went to. Oh no, I'm just gonna, I ain't gonna look because I don't really feel like it because uh, I'm not really interested in the Cowboys. But I felt like, yeah, it's just he was a champion in college, but and then once he got to the NFL, just I mean, like he just he's plummeted. And uh, it's just I feel like it's me for me and how my opinion is. It's just. I'm not a big fan of Andy Dalton. It never was in Cincinnati. Cincinnati, only reason why they made it top, uh, competitive because they had AJ AJ Green. AJ Green made most of them throws. That and, and like I said, I'm not gonna say Andy Dalton is like a a bad person. Like he's like oh, like if you take a test, you like okay, what's your grade? You be like okay, I got a seventy percent. It's pretty average, but it's not the best. It's not like oh, okay, I'm I got straight A's or I got like a B or whatever. You you probably got a seventy percent. So you probably pretty average. You got probably like two, five of them wrong, and then you probably got like out of like ten, you got like probably like I mean twenty. You probably got like five of them wrong, like probably like seven of them wrong, or whatever. It's just it's pretty average. It's not the best, but it's not the it's not good. So it's to me, I I just, I'm not a big fan of Andy Dalton, and this is I re- the reason why I keep on um <laughs> preaching that they need to get Colin Kaepernick because Colin Kaepernick would have made this this team a little bit better or a little bit more competitive. Especially with the run ability of Colin Kaepernick and uh, Zeke Elliott, it would have been pretty much Francisco all over again. The reason why Colin Kaepernick was also was so successful with the 49ers because he had a good running back, and then was he with his running ability, and then he had he was at least decent at passing, so it made even more of a threat. He was pretty much the Lamar Jackson before Lamar Jackson. I truly feel like that, but he was a better uh, uh, Lamar Jackson is a less lesser passer than. More lesser passer. I said lesser, but I don't know. That don't sound right. That don't sound like good grammar, but whatever. Um, well, basically, he was a he was less less of a passer than Colin Kaepernick was, or Colin Kaepernick was a better passer than Lamar Jackson was. That's a better word, isn't it? Yes, yeah, better word. It's a better word. I'll check research department. Lesser lesser passer is a is a word, but um, yeah. So for me, it's just like I don't really feel like that the Cowboys Cowboys are gonna struggle for like a, a defense two or three years now, and they've been struggling for two or three years now, and it's just, I feel like, for me, the only way they're going to get rid of this curse is the same way the Knicks got to get rid of their curse, is get rid of their owner, just get rid of them, just wait till, I mean, I'm not wishing death on nobody or nothing like that, but until he just leaves, like, he don't have to die or nothing like that, like, I don't wish death on nobody, but until he, like, just leaves the organization, and that brings it in, like, his cousin or his uncle or something, like, somebody else, just Put somebody else in that ownership that knows what they're doing. Because apparently, I feel like Jerry Jones is still stuck in the 80s when Emmitt Smith and Troy Aikman and them guys and uh, not Bruce Irvin, um, Michael Irvin was there, whatever. He still thinks they're there and he still thinks they're just the players. And it just, it is just, it just makes no sense why Jerry Jones is always like, oh, well, we need to be better. 
But it's like when you draft these guys and you draft, like, it don't even matter if you have a C.D. Lamb, you have Amari Cooper, or an Ezekiel uh, Elliott. Zeke, and by the way, Ezekiel Elliott has been terrible this year. He has so many fumbles. He seems out of shape. And this is me. He just seems slower. He doesn't seem that has a fast burst like I've I, I seen in past years. He's had, he doesn't have that. I don't want to, like, he doesn't have that Rambo-type mentality that he used to where he just do stuff, like, look like an athletic freak on the field. But, I mean, that's just me. And you could just uh, hit, uh, check that up with my head. But, <laughs> uh, man, I just don't – I really feel like it's just the Cowboys just struggling. And then we're not even going to bring up the, the Cowboys. And then you got the Philadelphia Eagles, which is even worse. I just – they're in a crazy thing. Both of them are with quarterback problems right now. This is even crazy. And I really actually feel for Philadelphia Eagles because Philly, Philly just struggled with the injury bug and COVID-19 bug this entire year. So I kind of give them a little bit of pass because just because like and, and but at the same time I don't because Carson Wentz sucked last year. So I mean I don't uh, did they even make the playoffs? I don't even think they made the playoffs last year. I'm not for sure. If they did, they probably did, and they like they lost in like the first round. But I just me, I just don't feel like just the Philly. Philly is one of them teams where you see they're good on paper. They look good on paper, but they just don't. Have, they they and the crazy thing they can put the pieces together because they haven't. Guys on the football, like they have a good, nice running back. They have a good, very decent quarterback. I mean, Carson Wentz, I feel like he was over. He's overpaid. He's like one of them guys. And sorry to compare it, but he's like Chris Middleton of the NBA. I'm, I'm sorry, Bucks fans, but it's, it's a great comparison. He has a lot of talent. He's a great player, but it just seems like the playoffs, he just never shows up sometimes. I mean, Chris Middleton, I'm not going to like throw a dig at Chris, but Chris, I, I say, I ain't just going to say Chris because. I could say Paul George too, really. Paul George, it was pandemic P instead of playoff P this year, but I, I just, I just feel like it's just he's pretty average. He's like, and we, I really feel like they should have kept Nick Foles, really, because a time like this, you would have loved Nick Foles. Nick, and the crazy thing is, Nick Foles and the the Chicago Bears are struggling with a quarterback, so it's just this whole thing dealing with quarterbacks. I really feel like. This one of these teams can get it solved by signing Colin Kaepernick. You might say, "Well, you just blowing your horn. You just keep on saying something about Colin Kaepernick." This man is healthy. This man can't play still. This man has went to a Super Bowl. So, and and out of all but three of uh, three of the quarterbacks that I just talked about, only one, only two of them went to the Super Bowl and won. And Carson Wentz didn't even play to get Super Bowl. And Nick Foles won on a pretty much a miracle play. That and you really got to really tell the truth. The Patriots defense wasn't all that great that that game. I mean, let alone, of course, uh, Tom Brady threw a he threw for five hundred and some. That's get that, that uh that game. I don't know if it was that game or it was the Atlanta game. I don't know. I don't remember. But yeah, I remember he he threw for a lot that game and nearly caught up and won. But for me, it was just like I just really feel like, and it's like he has that Nick Foles has that kind of eerie kind of like he's really inconsistent. I mean, if you play him well, he can get he can be really really terrible. But if you like, he's like one of them guys where you have to play him straight up because if you don't, if you just kind of sleep on him a little bit, he can't beat you. Like if you just like, okay, well we gonna beat him. That's Nick Foles, and then he just outrights and just shows you out. And the crazy thing is, the team that he beat was Tom Brady. It seems like every single time he sees Tom Brady, it seems like he just he turns red and turns an incredible hawk and just beats him up. But I really get that 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 win against the Patriots. By the way, the Chicago Bears against uh, 
the Chicago Bears, I give that 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 win really to the defense. So for me, that's how I feel about that thing, that team. But um, I just went off all the off track. I was supposed to talk about score like the teams, but I don't know football. Like for me, it's just like that. I always just talk and talk about, and I can go into different topics and whatever. But yeah, of course, we got the Cowboys getting beat by the Ravens, and then on Thursday night football, we got the um, Patriots getting smacked, washed by the Rams. The Rams is pretty much owned this entire game, like the in, entire game. It wasn't even like a. At first, I thought the Patriots were going to catch up, but then it just came on doing like foolish stuff. Cam Newton got picked off, and then it just it just went downhill from there. And it was just it it was terrible. And then Acres, man, this man was just Acres was just running all running all over the Patriots defense. The they, their defense is really not that great, but it there at least they usually know how to at least do something right. It's like they couldn't do nothing right in this game. It was just the Acres was, and he brought broke a record. I think he broke a record. But I mean, I think yeah, he did break a record. I don't remember what record he broke, but he, I know he broke some type of record. But Acres was running all over this team right now. I mean, let me check what what he have. He had Acres had uh, twenty nine carries, one hundred seventy one yards, and five point nine per carry, no TDs. But it was just he was basically running all over this team, like all over the the Patriots. And it was just it was just it was a shame for the Patriots to see the Patriots like that in that in that vulnerable state. It was just like oh my god. Um, but we also got a couple other stuff that we going on in the NFL. We got the Titans and the Jags. I mean, that's gonna be one of them games where I'm, I'm gonna watch because the Titans. I want to see how they gonna respond to losing last week. I think they lost. Yeah, they lost last week, and I just I want to see what they respond to uh, their response to that. Um, and also we got the Vikings going to the, going against the Buccaneers. By the way, I feel like the Buccaneers are really struggling right now, and they're just on that and. They're in a division, a crazy division right now, because they're not going to win a division of court because the Saints, unless the Saints have a little collapse, but I don't think they will, especially if Drew Brees comes back either this week or next week. They're not going to have a collapse. I think Drew Brees is not going to let that happen. But yeah, they're they're not going to lose anytime. So and then the NFC is really tight right now because you got the Saints and then you got the Packers number two, then you got the Seahawks, and then the Buccaneers is like at six seed. I think they are like the six seed right now. So. For me, it's just like it's really close in that division right now, and it, it doesn't look like the Patriots. The Patriots are struggling. I mean, not the Patriots. I keep on thinking the Patriots because Tom Brady was on the Patriots, but the Buccaneers. Yeah, they're struggling. Right? They're seven and five right now, so they're like they're on the brink of like just under almost under five hundred. I mean, or right at five hundred. So I mean, they lose a couple games, they're under five hundred. So or they right at five hundred. So it just. It's really shaky for the Buccaneers. I mean, the Buccaneers need. I mean, the Buccaneers defense is good. They have a the crazy thing is they have a good front seven, but their secondary is pretty shaky. Their secondary can get beat, and it all depends. And really, their defense is really good, but they're the reason why their secondary sometimes is so good is because their D line gets there. When if their D line can't get there, their secondary is going to get beat every time, and that's really the basis on how to beat the Buccaneers defense is. Block well, and then you probably can beat them because their secondary is gonna, they're gonna, they take a lot of risk, and it's some most of the time it fails. So that's what I feel about that game. Got the Chiefs and the Dolphins, though. That's two young, young studs. I mean, Patrick Mahomes is on fire right now, and he's just, he's the possible MVP right now. And I, man, that Dolphins, I'm, I'm, and I'm for me, watch out for that Dolphins game because you just never know. And these all could be one of these games where you kind of underestimate. 
Tua because because he's just two in there. And by the way, the Miami Dolphins are in the playoffs, so they're not a they're walk off. They're not a team that you just look at and say, "Oh, well, we're gonna beat them." No, you're not. You probably won't. And and I feel like for me, the Dolphins that could be one of them teams that just let's creep into the playoffs and ain't nobody really looking at it and they under the radar because it just there's the Dolphins and they've been struggling this entire year. But Tua, he has playoff experience. I mean, it's not in the uh, and it's not in the NFL, but he has playoff experience playing with uh, the Alabama Crimson Tide in Oklahoma. So, for me, it's, it, it, you never know. But we got the other games. We got the Broncos going against the Panthers. That is the, the Broncos. These are one of the games. Just, eh. But, I mean, I for me, I think the Broncos just need a little help on defense. They need a little help on offense as well. But they have a, a good rookie there. But it's just that, that quarterback situation, again, to basically a quarterback situation, that quarterback situation is up in the air right now, so it's it's it really is up in the air. So for me, and I really, I've, if I'm the barking book Broncos, I give that wide receiver another chance because he showed me something. He, he lost, but he showed me something. He showed me hard, so I'll give him a chance. But that's just me. And we got the Texas and the Bears. The Bears need to win this game, by the way, because they just need to stay close to. They need to stay close to the Vikings and so they can at least get in that playoff spot, that last playoff spot, which it, it's really tight with that last playoff spot. So the Bears really need this game. The Texans are, are pretty much out of the playoffs. But there's one of them teams where they out of the playoffs, but you still can't mess with them because they can just ruin your chances to make the playoffs. So these are one of them games where it's big for both teams. Um, and also you got the Cardinals and the Giants. The Giants are just on a roll right now after they beat everybody up already the last two teams. They didn't beat up already, like just beat up. And their defense is really great. Their offense still is pretty average, but, I mean, when you got a good defense like they do, you, you can be at pretty average. So the Giants and the, Card- and the Cardinals are struggling right now. They're reeling right now. So I think they need this win just for – and like I said, it's one of these games where both teams needs it for their – Giants need it for their momentum. And the Cardinals need it, needs it because they need to uh, catch back up. They need to get in the – I think they're off the day in the playoffs right now. So – I think they need this. They need they need this too as well. I mean, of course, you got the Cowboys and the Bengals. I mean, that's um, and I said that I know the Cowboys already didn't have a Thursday night football. And on top of that, they got to play Sunday. It's just they don't have really any rest. So I mean, I feel sorry for the Cowboys, but well, I mean, I think they don't I mean. I mean, they play Tuesday. They play Tuesday, not Thursday. They play uh, two last Tuesday, but I mean, Cowboys and the Bengals. The Cowboys could probably win this game because the Bengals are struggling right now with Swiss. So they don't got their quarterback, um, Joe Burrow, which I thought would have been uh, he would have been had a run for his money with for the uh, rookie of the year with uh, Joe uh, with Herbert from the uh, Chargers. I, now I think uh, Herbert's probably gonna win it, but and it, it, I think it's a close second with two with Justin Jefferson and with the Vikings. So I'm I'm really feeling like it's just that can, they can do something with that. But um, Justin Je- Jefferson, he's I, he's my close second right now since. Um, what's his name? Joe Burrows got injured. So then you now you got the Colts and the Raiders. The Colts and the Raiders are keen out. These are one of the team, one of these uh team, both these teams need this one. The Colts need it for momentum. The Raiders need it for momentum as well to keep at pace and stay in the playoff spot. And Colts need it to keep in the playoff spot as well. So these are big games for both of them. And I think the Colts I'm I'm feeling like the Colts are gonna win it because the defense is pretty good and the Raiders defense is a little shaky and then the Offense can sometimes have off moments or off days. So with that, I feel like the Colts are going to win this game. 
And then also we got the Jets and the Seahawks. The Jets, I don't know. <laughs> the Jets are going to lose. I'm just going to say it. I'm just going to put it out there because I don't want to be wrong. If they do we do win, I'm just going to be wrong. But the Jets are going to win, lose this game. <laughs> the Jets are going to lose this game. The Seahawks, is, I think they're pretty pissed and they lost against uh, the Giants. So they're like, okay, we're going to take it out. And it's a good game to take your frustration out against the Jets. But, uh, yeah, the Jets are not going to win this game. So that's what I feel about that game. And you got the Packers and the Lions. The Packers are just one trying to win this game just to keep the pace with to stay right there at that number two seed. So they can at least if uh the Saints lose this, this game, they can take that number one spot. So to me, I think the Packers should win this game, but the Lions sometimes come to play and the Lions sometimes and Matt Stafford, them guys, sometimes don't want to come and play. So <laughs> it's just like it the Lions could give a game. I wouldn't be surprised if it came down to like a last minute field goal or a touchdown. Or a game when touchdown, I wouldn't be surprised, but I also wouldn't be surprised if it's a bl- another blowout. And then we got the Falcons and the Chargers. The Falcons and the Chargers, it, the Chargers are pretty much out the playoffs. Falcons pretty much are out the playoff playoffs. So I think both of these teams are just trying to just get through this year. And so they're just like, okay, let's get through this year. Let's get through this game so we can get it all over with. So we can just go on with our <laughs> with our year and just re- go and do another refresh. But by the way, I think Matt Ryan. He's a pretty decent player, but I just think think he's not though he's not right for the Atlanta Falcons, and that's just me because he's wasting. I feel like he's wasting Julio's time. Just Julio's is getting big numbers and all this stuff, and getting a thousand yard receiving seasons, and it's just he's they're, you're wasting his years. I really feel like he should tr- get a request a trade or something, but that's just me because he's getting his time wasted. He's like almost like Kyle Johnson with the um, uh, Lions. He just they wasted all his time just. Being there, just like oh my god, like it just wasted all the time. He's not, he's a decent receiver. He's not a decent. He's a good receiver, probably one of the top two, top three receivers in the NFL now to, to this day. And it's just for me, I just I don't I don't see why he's still loyal to this that team. But just whatever. Um, and then also we got what else we got? We got the Washington football team in the 49s. Like I said, the Washington football team is just like the Giants. They're really hungry, so the 49ers could lose this game. <laughs> the 49ers is not a cakewalk for the 49ers and their defense, even though they got Richard Sherman back, their defense still struggles a little bit. So I'm going to pick Washington football team just on the simple fact their defense and their defense is explosive, and they got two young guys and Montez Sweat and oh, what's the guy's name? I just oh, I just thought of his name. The rookie, uh, uh, Chase Young. Yes, there we go. So we got Chase Young and – Monte Sweat, them guys are just running around doing anything right now on the defense. And then you got Alex Smith being a check down, check down Alex. He's doing his thing. I mean, they're, they're doing their thing right now, man. So I, I, I feel like Washington football team is going to win this game. Then you also got the Saints and the Eagles. Now the Saints could lose this game because the Eagles could come to play, but I really want to, if I'm, cause I'm just saying as a back fan, I want the Eagles to win, but. I don't think the Eagles are going to win. I think the Saints are going to win no matter if they have Taysom Hill or they have Drew Brees. I think the Eagles are just – they've been they've been struggling this year and they've been inconsistent. Even though they got – um, they're going to start uh, – what's his name? Uh, oh God, Jalen Hurts. I think that's it's going to make it more presentable. But I think Jalen Hurts is not just – he's not going to do pretty well against uh, Taysom Hill. So, I, for me, I'm thinking the Saints I'm, – I'm believing that the Saints are going to win this game. But, I mean, it could go the other way. So – you never know. And then we got in the nightcap, uh, we got in the nightcap, um, the Steelers and the Bills, the 
one of the best rivalries, I think, for the Steelers is. And Bills have great defense in the Steelers have great defense, and they just lost their first game against the Washington football team. So uh, they're looking to rebound off that loss. But And the Bills are just looking just to be uh, <laughs> upsetters this game and beating the uh, Steelers. Like I said, I wouldn't be surprised if the Bills win up winning this game, but I wouldn't be surprised if the Steelers won this game. And then we got on Monday night football. What do we got on Monday night football? Let me check. Let me check. Uh, research department, what is it? My recent department said is the Ravens versus the Browns. The Ravens have won their game against the Cowboys against on um, on Tuesday. So I mean, they got the Monday Night Football, and yeah, man, they're gonna uh, they're gonna play. And the Browns actually, that's the crazy thing is that I really feel like the Browns are gonna win this game just on the simple fact they have momentum right now, and they're, the Browns has been balling right now. So that's that's I got that game for the Browns. The Browns are been they've been surprising everybody this year, and I. Was I was the first? I can say this. I was the first. I was one of the people that said that oh, that Beckham should get traded and oh, that Beckham should leave. What I still think he should leave because I just think this is not the team for him. But I was the first. I wasn't the ones that said that we got to get rid of uh Baker Mayfield. But because I I really feel like it just takes time with some of these players. Some of these players just need to get used to just playing. And I mean, Beggar was automatically a starter right away. He didn't get. He didn't have like t- uh, rest like Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady and even Drew Brees. The top guys right now were backups originally, and then they ended up becoming starters. So they had a little bit of time just to rest. I mean, Tom Brady was probably the only one they had to kind of rush in and be great. But uh, Drew Brees and and Aaron Rodgers kind of sat behind two guys for like two or three years, and then then finally became a starter. So for me, it was just it just, that's what I felt about just. This whole thing, and then also, also before I even go, and um, before I end this podcast, I want to thank everybody for listening to my podcast, and subscribing, to my, subscribing to my podcast. Also, I'm also gonna be doing a YouTube channel. Um, yeah, I don't know, it's it's coming, it's coming soon. I'm gonna keep on saying it's coming soon until I figure out a date for it, but it's coming soon. Um, also, also before I go, we can we we can I want to say happy holidays to everybody. But happy belated Thanksgiving. <laughs> that was super late, but I meant to say it before, like last, like two weeks, three weeks ago. So I'm gonna say it now. That's super late, but who gives? Who gives a care? And happy holidays to everybody. Merry Christmas and uh, New Year's Eve. Unless I don't get to you or I don't do my podcast, most likely I probably won't. But I probably will. I probably try to get two or three in there uh, that that week, that upcoming week though. But um, I usually also I like to get quotes or I just like to give things to say during this week. I just want to encourage everybody just to be great this year. I know this year hasn't been the greatest. I, it has been one of the most, it has been one of the most memorable and most uh, chaotic years of every year that we had. So for me, I just think that just everybody just needs to just calm down. It's all right. I know some of our, our family members have passed away or going on to, uh, to be in there in the big old sky. So, um, I just want everybody just to be great. Just be thankful for that you're not in that big old sky and be thankful that you have, you might not have everything you want for Christmas. You might not have the what things you want, but at least you got life. And that's the biggest gift that, of all that you, that I like and I love every year. Uh, see y'all next episode. Uh, wait, 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 wait. Before I say see you next episode, I got to tell y'all where to subscribe to. I'm up for forgetting. I'm up for. Thanking everybody and doing all this stuff. And I'm forgetting. The, but y'all got to subscribe to the podcast. 
almost y'all made me forget. Yeah, because I've, I've been looking and I've been watching. You know, I haven't subscribed to the podcast, but I need you to subscribe to my podcast. This is a good podcast. I know it's a good podcast. You know why I said I know it's a good podcast? Because I, I said it. That's why. <laughs> but um, y'all need to subscribe to the podcast. If you want to, you can go to Stitcher and go to whatever you want to call a podcast. And then you type it in. You start cl- click it, start subscribe. You start listening to it. Or if you don't have Stitcher, you can go to uh. Plus, it's Spotify. I almost forgot. I'm losing my train of thought as I'm speaking right now. But you go to Spotify and go to whatever you want to call a podcast. Once you go to that, you can click it and then subscribe to it and then start listening. Or if you don't have Spotify, you have Stitcher. I know you have this. Apple. Everybody has an Apple phone right now. If you don't, you're pretty much still in the Stone Age if you have an Android or whatever. But um, I know everybody has Apple. Go to Apple Podcasts or Apple iTunes. You click whatever you want to call it, podcast, or you can just type in my name, Marquise Nash, M-A-R-K-E-S-E-N-A-S-H. Go to do that. You type in my name, do that. You click it. You subscribe to it and start listening. But I will see y'all next episode when I'm going to talk about NBA scores. I'm talking about these NBA preseason scores. I'm going to be talking about NBA playoffs. I'm going to be talking about everything going around with the NBA, the NFL, the coronavirus, and everything to come. All right, see y'all. Peace.